All India Radio presents Morning News. Good morning, I'm Sunil Verma and with me is VC Pramod. The headlines. Prime Minister Narendra Modi chairs a high-level meeting to deliberate on future of CBSC Class 12 board exams. Cyclonic storm Yas likely to intensify into a very severe cyclonic storm during the next 12 hours. Home Minister Amit Shah reviews preparedness of agencies to deal with the situation. Bharat Biotech applies for WHO emergency use listing for Covaxin. Company submits 90% of the documents. More than 19 crore 84 lakh COVID-19 vaccine doses administered in the country so far. National COVID-19 recovery rate improves to 88.7%. 146 eminent citizens submit petition to President Ramnath Govind on post-polled violence in West Bengal. Delhi police sends notice to microblogging site Twitter over toolkit controversy. Fugitive Diamantaire Mehul Choksi, wanted by CBI and ED, goes missing in Antigua and Barbuda. And Mohammad Hussamuddin and Shiv Thapa advanced to quarterfinals of Asian Boxing Championships in Dubai. As the number of COVID cases is on the rise, we appeal to our listeners not to lower their guard, take all precautions and all those above 45 years who have taken the first dose of COVID-19 vaccine to get vaccinated with the second dose at the scheduled time. Stay safe and protected by following these three simple steps. Wear a face mask, maintain dogas ki duri for social distancing and focus on hand and face hygiene. And other news and details. Prime Minister Narendra Modi chaired a high-level meeting yesterday to deliberate on the future of CBSE Class 12 board exams. The meeting was called by Mr. Modi after Education Minister Ramesh Pukhriyal Nishank invited detailed suggestions from states on the issue of conducting exams amid the COVID-19 pandemic. During the meeting, the Prime Minister was briefed about the options left for the government to organise the exams. Mr. Modi was also briefed about the extensive consultations done with teachers and parents by the ministers and officials. The Prime Minister said that the government has to make a decision taking in mind the present safety and security of the children as well as their future prospects. The Centre had on Sunday convened a high-level meeting to discuss CBSE Class 12 board exams and other upcoming entrance tests. Education Minister Ramesh Pokhriyal Nishank has said that there is a broad consensus among states about conducting CBSE Class 12 board exams and an informed and collaborative decision will be taken by June the 1st. All states are expected to give their detailed suggestions on the issue by today. The severe cyclonic storm Yas is likely to intensify further into a very serious cyclonic storm during the next 12 hours. According to the Indian Met Department, it is now centered at about 390 kilometers from Paradeep and 490 kilometers from Baleshwar in Urissa. Moving at a speed of about 10 kilometers per hour as of now, it is expected to cross the North Odisha West Bengal coast around Balasore in Odisha at around 12 noon tomorrow. Odisha government has taken all preemptive and precautionary measures to minimize the impact of the impending cyclone. 
all concerned district collectors, especially in the North Odisha coastal districts, have been asked to complete the evacuation process of the people from the low-lying and vulnerable areas to cyclone shelters and alternate centers in their respective districts by afternoon today. More from our Bhuvaneshwar correspondent. In view of the impending cyclone, Odisha government has appealed the people of the areas likely to be impacted by the cyclone to cooperate with the local administration in smooth evacuation and enforcement of cyclone and COVID-19 safety measures. People of these areas have also been advised against venturing out to gather seasonal fruits like mango, jackfruit and coconuts that usually drop down under the influence of the cyclone. While a large number of rescue, relief and restoration teams have been mobilized in districts like Baleshwar, Bhadrak, Jagatsingpur, Kendra and Mayurbhanj. These works are being supervised by senior level secretaries and police officers in each of these districts. Many areas have been experiencing mild to moderate winds along with sporadic rainfall of varying degrees between drizzle to downfall since yesterday afternoon ahead of Yash likely to strike North Odisha West Bengal coast as a very severe cyclonic storm at around noon tomorrow. Girish Chandrada, AIR News, Bhubaneswar. The Indian Med Department said cyclonic storm expected to make its landfall with heavy to extremely heavy rainfall, storm surges from 3 to 4 meters and wind speed gusting up to 185 kilometers per hour. Union Home Minister Amit Shah chaired a meeting via video conference yesterday with the Chief Ministers of Odisha, Andhra Pradesh, West Bengal and the Lieutenant Governor of Andaman and Nicobar Islands to review preparations in view of Cyclone Yas. He directed senior officers to work in close coordination with states to ensure safe evacuation of people from high-risk areas. He also instructed all concerned departments to ensure timely evacuation of those involved in offshore activities. Mr. Shah stressed on the need to ensure that time duration of outages of power supply and communication network are minimum and are restored swiftly. DG NDRF President Pradhan has said that more than 100 teams of NDRF are being deployed in five states and one UT, namely Odisha, West Bengal, Andhra Pradesh, Tamil Nadu, Jharkhand and Andaman Nicobar Islands in view of Cyclone Yas. Mr. Pradhan said teams are being airlifted from different parts of the country. He said 52 teams are being deployed in Odisha and 35 teams in West Bengal. Cyclone Yash has developed into a deep depression and it is moving towards the Odisha coast on the conjunction of Odisha and West Bengal. And uh, it is likely to make landfall sometime on the 26th of May, which is tomorrow. In view of this, deployments of NDRF teams have been made. 52 teams will be deployed in Odisha. Similarly, 35 teams are already deployed in West Bengal as per the state's demand. Some teams have been deployed in Tamil Nadu, Andhra Pradesh and Andaman and Nicobar. Jharkhand has been put on high alert due to the impending cyclone Yas, predicted to make a landfall today at the coastal areas of Odisha and West Bengal. Weather Department has predicted extremely heavy rainfall and issued red, orange and yellow alerts for districts of Jharkhand for the next five days. More details from our Ranchi correspondent. East Singhum, West Singhum and Saraikela Kharsama districts of Jharkhand have been put on high alert following the effects of Cyclone Yas which has been predicted to hit the areas of Jharkhand today. The Regional Weather Department has issued a five-day impact of the cyclone over various parts of the state. According to the Weather Department, extremely heavy rainfall and gusty winds over 110 to 130 km per hour can be witnessed in Jamshedpur from today evening after a deep depression of the cyclone is approaching 
the state. Deputy Commissioner of East Singhum and Sarai Kela Kharsawa districts have issued helpline numbers for people. Meanwhile, the COVID vaccination program has been postponed for May 26th and 27th in East Singhum district ahead of the cyclone Yas. One team of NDRF has reached Jharkhand for rescue operations or to handle any casualty. Shilpi AIR News, Ranchi. BJP President Jagat Prakash Nadda held a review meeting with BJP state office bearers, parties, MPs and MLAs of West Bengal, Odisha, Sikkim, Andaman and Nicobar through video conferencing yesterday and discussed rescue and relief operations planned by the party in view of the cyclone Yas. During the meeting, Mr. Nadda said a coordination committee of the party at the district and state levels should be formed immediately and these committees should remain in touch with National Disaster Response Force state disaster management teams and local administration so that they can immediately provide relief and help to cyclone-affected people. Hyderabad-based Bharat Biotech has submitted an application to the World Health Organization for emergency use listing EUL of Covaxin. The company has submitted 90% of the documents required for emergency use listing by WHO. The remaining documents are expected to be submitted next month. The company is awaiting a pre-submission meeting to be held in May-June. Following the pre-submission meeting, it will be required to go through two more stages. The acceptance of the dossier for review and the final status of assessment before its application is accepted. The cumulative number of COVID-19 vaccine doses administered in the country exceeded 19.84 crore yesterday. Health Ministry said on the 129th day of the vaccination drive yesterday, over 23,65,000 vaccine doses were given. It said over 12,52,000 beneficiaries of the age group 18 to 44 years received their first dose of COVID vaccine yesterday. Till now, over 1 crore 18 lakh beneficiaries in the age group have received vaccine doses across 37 states and duties since the start of Phase 3 of the vaccination drive. The centre has provided over 21 crore 80 lakh vaccine doses to states and union territories so far. This has been given both through the free-of-cost category and through the direct state procurement category. Of this, the total consumption, including wastages, is over 20 crore doses. More than 1.8 crore COVID-19 vaccine doses are still available with the states and union territories. The Health Ministry said over 48 lakh vaccine doses are in the pipeline and will be sent to the states and union territories within the next three days. The Union Health Ministry has said that the country is witnessing continuous decline in the number of active cases of COVID-19 and further improvement in the recovery from the infection in the past 22 days. Addressing media, Joint Secretary in the Health Ministry, Love Agrawal, said that the number of active cases has now come down to 10.17% from the level of 17.13%, while the recovery rate has improved to 88.7% from the level of 81.7% on 3rd of May. देश में रिकवरी रेट में भी वृद्धि नोट की जा रही है जहां 3 मई के समय पर यह रिकवरी 81.7% थी अब 88.7% हो गई है देश में 27 स्टेट्स ऐसी हैं जहां पर की रिकवरी मोर देन द डेली केसेस रिपोर्टेड आल्सो जो जिला 100 से अधिक केसेस डेली बेसिस पर रिपोर्ट कर रहे थे उसमें नंबर कम होता दिख रहा है जहां करीब 531 जिले 28 अप्रैल से 4 मई वाले हफ्ते में ऑब्जर्व किए गए वह घटते-घटते 431 जिले रह गए हैं Mr Agrawal informed that in the last 14 days the country has reported a decline of 10 lakh active cases and it now stands at 27.2 lakh 
During the briefing, Director Ames New Delhi, Dr. Randeep Guleria said, fungal infection observed in COVID-19 patients is mostly mucormycosis and is not a communicable disease unlike COVID. म्यूकर जो है एक फंगस इन्फेक्शन है जो मेनली सॉइल में देखा जाता है एनवायरनमेंट में है और एक व्यक्ति से दूसरे व्यक्ति कुछ वैसे नहीं फैलता है जैसे कोविड फैलता है तो अगर एक व्यक्ति को म्यूकर माइकोसिस है वो और किसी व्यक्ति के साथ बैठा है तो ऐसा नहीं है कि उसको फंगल इन्फेक्शन उससे फैल जाएगा दूसरा है कि ये जो फंगल इन्फेक्शन है नाइन्टी टू जो पेशेंट्स हैं जिनमें पाया गया है उनमें या तो डायबिटीज है या साथ में स्टीरोयड यूज किया गया है जिन लोगों को डायबिटीज नहीं थी या जिन लोगों को स्टीरोयड नहीं दिए गया उसमें ये बहुत रेयरली देखा गया Talking to AIR News, Dr. Surikant of King George's Medical University, Lucknow, said that mucormycosis or black fungus does not affect a person who has strong immunity. The immunity is absolutely not in their hands. Those people who are in isolation are being treated in their homes. They don't have black fungus. Those people who have eaten 2-4 days of steroids, they don't have to worry about it. The black fungus is when they have to be treated for a long time in COVID-19. They have to be diabetes. They have to be high-dose steroids. They have to be sugar. They have to be more immunity. They have to be high-sugar level. This fungus is नॉर्मली आदमी को नुकसान नहीं पहुंचाता है न्यू सर्विसेज डिवीजन ऑफ ऑल इंडिया रेडियो इन इट्स बायलिंग लाइव फोन इन प्रोग्राम टुडे विल ब्रिंग यू अ स्पेशल डिस्कशन प्रोग्राम ऑन कोविड 19। डायरेक्टर ऑफ एम्स न्यू दिल्ली डॉक्टर रणदीप गुलेरिया विल पार्टिसिपेट इन द डिस्कशन लिस्नर्स कैन आस्क क्वेश्चन टू दी एक्सपर्ट्स ऑन टोल फ्री टेलीफोन नंबर वन Health and Family Welfare Minister Dr. Harshwardhan chaired the 74th World Health Assembly virtually yesterday. Director General of the World Health Organization Dr. Tedros was also present on the occasion. Chairman of WHO Executive Board Dr. Harshwardhan noted that the board called for further efforts to ensure fair and equitable access to COVID-19 vaccines through the COVAX facility. He said the board engaged in discussions on COVID-19 impact on global health. He said the board has recommended that the 74th World Health Assembly should adopt a decision to present a roadmap for a global action plan for prevention and control of non-communicable diseases till the year 2030. Uttar Pradesh government has prepared a plan to vaccinate parents of children below 12 years of age on priority basis. The move comes after experts warning that the third wave of corona might hit children hard. More from our Lucknow correspondent. In a review meeting yesterday, Chief Minister Yogi Adityanath asked officials to prepare a work plan for vaccination of those parents whose children are less than 12 years age. He instructed to make parent a special booth for vaccination of such parents. Administration will also try to contact with parents and persuade them to come for vaccination. This will be helpful for the security of parents as well as children. State government is already giving preference to officials and workers of judiciary service, banks, media and other frontline worker group in vaccination and camps are being organized for such groups. Chief Minister has asked to organize two camps each in every district for such groups. Sushil Chandra Tiwari, AIR News, Lucknow. Chhattisgarh has been witnessing a steady decline in COVID cases. The test positivity rate in the state has come down to less than 6%. More from our Raipur correspondent. 
the number of patients getting recovered is increasing steadily the state's average recovery rate has now risen to 92% in the last one week there has been an increase of about 5% in the recovery rate meanwhile efforts to prevent the spread of corona infection are also going on vigorously medicines kit are being distributed by the health department to suspected patients in rural areas so far the medicine kit has been made available free of cost to about 17 lakh people who had symptoms of corona infection the state government has declared mucormycosis as a notifiable disease now it has been made mandatory for all the hospitals to inform the chief medical and health officer of the concerned district about any case of black fungus vikalp shukla air news raipur in the midst of covid-19 crisis where various organizations and entities are lending a helping hand to the government and local bodies a retired employee in maharashtra's ambarnath has displayed a perfect example of generosity by spending all his retirement benefits to donate a ventilator more from our mumbai correspondent many civic bodies are grappling with shortage of oxygen medicines and ventilators for patients a retired employee of a private company mr mohan kulkarni from ambarnath in thane district has donated a ventilator worth 650000 to the ambarnath municipal corporation by spending all his retirement benefits in 2019 he lost his wife due to cancer which drew him to donate something for the healthcare facility in ambarnath municipality the chief officer of the municipality prashant rasal suggested him to donate a ventilator as it was badly needed mr kulkarni purchased a brand new ventilator from his retirement benefits and by borrowing additional loan of 250000 rupees praises from various quarters have been showered on mr kulkarni for his extreme generosity towards the society with umesh kulkarni this is kunal shinde air news mumbai as mucormycosis or black fungus cases reach over 300 in karnataka all the district hospitals and all the 17 government medical colleges are given the mandate to prepare for the treatment of this infection the health and medical education minister dr k sudhakar has informed that union minister for chemicals and fertilizers dv sadananda gowda is requested to provide 20000 vials of amphotericin b drug to treat the infection more from our correspondent the black fungus cases are increasing by the day and have killed 12 people a committee constituted to find out the cause has said contaminated water used in the humidifier excessive use of steroids unsterilized medical equipment prolonged use of same mask and tube are the sources of this infection on the availability of the oxygen in the state the minister dr kesudhakar has said that cctv cameras will be installed in all the covid hospitals to ensure transparency on vaccination the minister informed that so far 1.2 2 crore people are inoculated the state received 3 lakh doses of covishield yesterday under the central quota sudhindra air news bengaluru you are listening to the morning news on all india radio a reminder of the headlines before we move on prime minister narendra modi chairs a high level meeting to deliberate on future of cbsc class 12 board exams Cyclonic storm Yas likely to intensify into a very severe cyclonic storm during the next 12 hours. Home Minister Amit Shah reviews preparedness of agencies to deal with the situation. Bharat Biotech applies for WHO emergency use listing for Covaxin. Company submits 90% of the documents. More than 19 crore 84 lakh COVID-19 vaccine doses administered in the country so far.
National COVID-19 recovery rate improves to 88.7%. One forty-six eminent citizens submit petition to President Ramnath Kovind on post-poll violence in West Bengal. Delhi police sends notice to micro-blogging site Twitter over toolkit controversy. Fugitive Diamantair Mehul Choksi, wanted by CBI and ED, goes missing in Antigua and Barbuda. And Mohammad Husamuddin and Shiv Thapa advance to the quarterfinals of the Asian Boxing Championship in Dubai. For quick news updates round the clock, follow us on Twitter at AIR News Alerts. A petition on post-poll violence in West Bengal, signed by 146 citizens from various walks of life, has been submitted to President Ramnath Govind. The petition has been signed by 146 top retired officials, which includes 17 judges, 63 bureaucrats, 10 ambassadors and 56 armed forces officers. Speaking about the recent political killings and bloodshed after the state assembly elections in West Bengal, the petition said that this incident has highlighted the need for every right-thinking citizen to observe non-violence at all costs. The eminent citizens in the petition also remarked that a democratic process which inherently rejects revenge, aggression and retaliation should be respected. Delhi police has sent a notice to microblogging site Twitter over the toolkit controversy. It said its team went to Twitter office to serve the notice to Twitter. Delhi police said this was necessitated as they wanted to ascertain who was the right person to serve a notice to as replies by Twitter India MD were ambiguous. Police said it is inquiring into a complaint in which clarification is sought from Twitter regarding the classification of a tweet by BJP spokesperson Sambit Patra as manipulative. Earlier, Mr. Patra had shared an alleged toolkit prepared by Congress to target the government. Later, Twitter had labelled it as manipulated media. Congress had also approached Delhi police with a complaint against BJP leaders, terming the toolkit as forged. External Affairs Minister Dr. S.J. Shankar, who is on a five-day visit to the U.S., has held a productive strategy session with India's permanent representative to United Nations, T.S. Tirumurthy, and India's UN team in New York. In a tweet, he expressed confidence that India will continue to shape the big debates of our times. Dr. Jay Shankar reached New York on Sunday on a five-day visit to the United States. In New York, he is expected to meet UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres. In Washington, D.C., the External Affairs Minister will hold discussions with his U.S. counterpart, Antony Blinken. He will also meet cabinet members and senior officials of the administration dealing with the bilateral relationship. Dr. Jay Shankar will have two interactions with business forums on economic and COVID-related cooperation between India and the U.S. Ladakh is one region that has participated in all the wars that India fought. Right from Kashmir War in 1947 to Kargil War in 1999, many plainclothes soldiers from Ladakh have contributed. Army civilian symbiosis is exemplary in Ladakh. On the occasion of Golden Jubilee of AIR Leh, our Leh correspondent interacted with Sekan Namgyal, a 1962 war porter. Here is a report. 
Octogenarian Chetanamgyal is familiar name in army circles in Chushul sector in the eastern Ladakh. He associated with Indian Army at the age of 23 as a porter during 1962 war with China. When he was serving with Gorkha Regiment in Ladakh region, they were abducted for over six months and imprisoned in Yerken in China. Chetan says they didn't give any punishment but tried exact information from them. Due to age, he don't remember where exactly they were freed. He continued to serve Indian Army at various places in India after release. He was associated with Pramvish Chakra, Dan Singh Thapa. Indian Army respects Chetanamgyal's contributions and support him in his old age. Chetan says it's a pride for him being an uneducated layman to serve the Indian Army for 10 years. Chetan Tashi for AIR News from Yurgo Village, Changtang. Fugitive Diamantaire Mehul Choksi, who's wanted by the Central Bureau of Investigation, CBI, and Enforcement Director, ED, has gone missing in Antigua and Barbuda. Choksi's counsel, advocate Vijay Agrawal, confirmed that he's missing in the island nation. Agrawal said Choksi's family members are in the dark and worried about his safety. There are media reports in Antigua that the police have launched a manhunt for Mehul Choksi. India began their campaign in Asian Boxing Championships in Dubai on a promising note as Mohammad Husamuddin and Shiva Thapa advanced to quarterfinals in their respective weight categories, while Husamuddin defeated Mahdoom Sabir Khan of Kazakhstan 5-0 in men's 56kg category, Thapa beat Dmitry Putin of Kazakhstan 5-0 in 64kg. Thapa will face Nader Oda of Kuwait in quarterfinals today, Husamuddin will face Reigning world champion Miraziz Bek Mirza Balilov of Uzbekistan in women's section, India's world championship bronze medalist Simranjit Kaur and three other Indian pugilists are directly seeded in quarterfinals. A partial phase of lunar eclipse will be visible in India tomorrow. According to the Indian Meteorological Department, IMD, a total eclipse of the moon will occur on 26th May. It said, from India, just after moonrise, ending of partial phase of the eclipse will be visible for a short span of time from northeastern parts of India. Lunar eclipse occurs on a full moon day when the earth comes in between the sun and the moon and when all the three objects are aligned. And now let us take a look at the weather forecast for today. Jammu will have a mainly clear sky. The temperatures will rise from a minimum of 21 degrees Celsius to a maximum of nearly 38 degrees. Srinagar will have mainly clear sky, becoming partly cloudy towards afternoon or evening. The temperature will hover between 10 and 25 degrees Celsius. Leh may see a partly cloudy sky with temperature moving from 5 to 18 degrees Celsius. Gilgit will have a partly cloudy sky. The temperature will rise up to 30 degrees Celsius from the minimum of 12 degrees. Muzaffarabad is expected to have a mainly clear sky. The maximum temperature is expected to be around 31 degrees Celsius. It recorded a minimum of 15 degrees. Dehradun will have a mainly clear sky. The maximum temperature will be around 36 degrees Celsius, while the minimum was 22 degrees. Chandigarh is likely to have a mainly clear sky. The upper limit of temperature will be 39 degrees Celsius, while the minimum will be 22 degrees. The national capital Delhi will experience strong surface winds during the daytime. The maximum temperature may rise up to 37 degrees from the minimum recorded of 23 degrees Celsius. Mumbai is likely to have partly cloudy sky with maximum temperature rising up to 35 degrees Celsius. And now an overview of today's newspapers. Centre allows walk-in vaccines for all adults headlines in Dustan Times. 
limited on-site registration allowed for 18 to 44 at government centers writes the times of india the paper quotes aims director saying that there is no evidence that coronavirus will target children in the third wave states in a fix as foreign jab makers say no to supply look for indemnity writes the pioneer the indian med department has warned that the very severe cyclonic storm yas will pass through balasore tomorrow reports the asian age odisha bengal grapple with evacuation ahead of cyclone writes the hindu cbsc 12 staggered exams in july august reports the pioneer prominently on its front page and finally in some good news shopia leveraged religious influences and used voter data to achieve 100% vaccination of 45 plus in its jurisdiction reports the times of india and now before we end the bulletin the headlines once again prime minister narendra modi chairs a high level meeting to deliberate on future of cbsc class 12 board exams cyclonic storm yas likely to intensify into a very severe cyclonic storm during next 12 hours home minister amit shah reviews preparedness of agencies to deal with the situation bharat biotech applies for who emergency use listing for covaxin company submits 90% of the documents more than 19 crore 84 lakh covid-19 vaccine doses administered in the country so far national covid-19 recovery rate improves to 88.7% 146 mln citizens submit petition to president ramnath govind on post poll violence in west bengal Delhi police sends notice to microblogging site Twitter over toolkit toolkit controversy. Fugitive Diamantaire Mehul Choksi wanted by CBI and ED goes missing in Antigua and Barbuda and Mohammad Husamuddin and Shivathapa advanced to quarterfinals of Asian Boxing Championships in Dubai. For details of these stories and more log on to our website www.newsonair.com and newsonair app. And with that, the end of the morning news. Have a nice day.